Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Woo Wednesdays, and welcome to episode 102. It's crazy. I'm now in the hundreds, and there's a lot coming up, guys. Um, I have a new program coming out, and it's called the Triple Threat. So, little explanation about it. I'll get more into it later but it is done for you branding. So I do a little bit of digging and coaching for you guys. And then, you know, after me and my team, we give you brand new copy for your homepage. And it's just going to speak to your new ideal client and really speak to who you want to work with and what type of wedding you want. You also are going to get a beautiful sales presentation all custom to you and your values and your brand position and it's going to help you get that heck yes on the actual sales call so that's going to be so powerful and we also are going to create marketing materials such as a brochure so you could pitch yourself to venues the holy grail um, when you get on that preferred venue vendor list so it's going to be amazing and i'm coming out with a whole demo video on what it's like to work with us so keep your eyes peeled for that so today i have my friend joseph rivera he is called dj mojo and i've been working with him for over a decade he's been in the industry for 13 years i've been in the industry for I think 13 or 14 years so we are the same we have so many similarities and he is amazing dj he just gets a party started he has the most amazing games like everyone's on the dance floor even the parents even the old people um he is truly the best and he i have to admit he has the best website i ever seen in the whole wedding industry and it really sells himself for before he even hops on a call with them. It is amazing. So today we are going to talk about that, um, how to create this powerful magnetism uh, website that leaves your clients like wanting to book with you and just you know hoping that you're available for your date. So you are going to love this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your girl, Carissa Wu. I have DJ Mojo in the house. What's up, Mojo? What's up, Carissa? <laughs> Good to see you. Yes, DJ Mojo is a full-time DJ with 13 years of experience providing awesome music to amazing clients. In addition to DJing, DJ Mojo is an experienced mentor who is now expanding his services to helping beginning DJs be successful in their wedding DJ industry. I saw that all over your um, your Instagram. It's so amazing. 
DJ Mojo's commitment to seamless process and client collaboration sets them apart, guaranteeing exceptional events, and they leave lasting impressions and elevate the overall experience. And I've been working with you for about 10 years, and I know that you know how to get the party started, but welcome, Joseph Rivera, DJ Mojo in the house. Say hello to everyone. Air horn drops right here. (laughs) Yes, yes. And our hot topic today, just for your audience, our audience to know is digital magnetism, tailoring your website to attract the right clientele. So I really don't know too much about that. So I'm very excited to dive deep into that, but welcome. Well, thank you, Chris. That That's such a, a great intro. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you that. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dive deep into my hot topic to, to really help not just the DJs, but all the the wedding industry people out there. And, and I think it's it's really going to help them grow their business. Yeah, I know. I don't want to dive too much into it right now, but I was on your website and I just sent it to my business partner, Cindy Suzuki. And I was like, oh my God, he has like the best website. Like it's kind <laughs> of like a coaching website. It just goes on and on and just kind of sells yourself for the client. And yeah, I know you're not cheap. Um, so it really... It does a lot of the selling for you before you even hop on a call with them. But I don't want to start there. But um, <laughs> I want to start with more of your backstory. Like, tell us, Joseph, um, like where you're from and a little bit about your upbringing and kind of what you were like as a kid. Yeah, I, I think that's a great place to start because sometimes what we see on social media, I mean, all what you see is now, right? And and the person who we are today. But, but of course, it took a lot of, I guess, experience to, to get to where you are today. And and part of it, I think is definitely the upbringing. Um, I grew up here in Southern California, um, have loving parents, very supportive parents, Mm. a little bit tricky at first though. Not going to (laughs) lie. When I, when I first got into DJing, uh, there were kind of questioning about whether this, this is the right path for me. I mean, I did graduate summa cum laude in food science and nutrition at Cal State <laughs> Northridge. So I do have nice. my bachelor's and I guess that's my backup plan if everything else fails. But uh, yeah, I, I think it all st- started with just starting young and really exploring what I really enjoy. And I think, and I'm so fortunate that now I, I really get to do what I love and make a career out of it. But at the beginning, I was that, that hot mess where I didn't know what to do. You know, and yeah. I, I I play guitar. That was my first instrument. Oh. You know, when I, that's how I got introduced into maybe potentially DJing. Mm. So so music so music has been a, a a huge role in my life. I mean, with the guitar, um, ever since when I was a baby, when at family gatherings, whenever there's music, I'm like the dancing child. Like I used to, I like to dance, but I wouldn't know that. At, at that time, unless they 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 showed me a video recording of me dancing, like, mm. oh, that's me! Wow. So, so like, yeah. So, so I mean, just looking pat, looking back, I think music has been somehow like integrated with how I was, I was raised and and um, something that clicked with me. Yeah. Are you Filipino? I'm Filipino. Yeah. I'm yeah. Filipino. Well, it's in your blood. <laughs> I, yeah, you know that. I think it is. I, yeah. I, I think I think it is in the blood. Um, but that I think that explains a lot of it. But that's just the music side and the passion. 
but I think over time, like in order to be successful with this, like, I guess I've, I've always been interested in the business side of things and mm. how to market and how to, how to sell and, and how essentially how to, how to become better mm. personal overall. Yeah. I, um, let's go back, dive a little bit deeper into, um, when you, how you started DJing. I know music was a big part of your life. Um, sure. you know, your inner child dancing and playing the guitar and it was just, you know, probably doing that in front of crowds of your friends and family and parties. But, um, how did you like learn? And then how did you kind of start in the beginning to turn it into a career? Well, this is at the beginning, it was really new to me and what you, you, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I really took the experience to to really get in there. And I think, I, I guess for the most part, I was self-taught. But at the same time, whenever I do get exposed to other DJs, other events, I'm always trying to learn. And I, and I think a really good place for me to start is, is one time where I used to work as like a catering staff. Mm. So, so I, I worked with a staffing agency that puts me out to work at different events as a catering staff member, helping catering companies serve their, their, their guests, you know, and Mm -hmm. clients. And I get to see so many things and I'm not, I'm not even DJing at this point, but like professionally, it's just more about getting ideas on how I could DJ and seeing what's being done out there already. So, so I've seen different environments and, different DJs and like, wow, this is really cool. Mm. So I think I did that alongside when I first started out as a DJ is like, I have this passion, but I didn't know where to start or what to do. So it was really just getting all this information and like trying to see what it's actually like. But then as you do it yourself, I mean, you, you think that you, to your own mind, you think you like you rock the crowd, you know, but looking back, you know what? I could have done that better. <laughs> um, but but I think it's it's the more you do it, and I guess the more you educate yourself, the more awareness that you have to to really see what are some weaknesses in your in your performance or business to see how you can actually take it to the next level. Yeah. You're um who was, was there some like mentors that you had in the beginning or you just kind of learned from YouTube? I know now you're a famous yeah. YouTuber, but what, who were like your biggest mentors? Yeah. Uh, well, when I first started, I think there's a few, I, I'll name a few and, and I apologize if any of the DJs are out there, <laughs> I, I didn't mention your name, but at the start, it was a lot of online, um, mm-hmm. digital DJ tips. And I believe the the guy's name is Phil Morris. I mean, I don't know him personally, but yeah, yeah. His online presence really helping beginner DJs like myself back then really helped me just know understand how it works, whether it's the gear, um, like how to DJ. Yeah. Like so that was a huge role in just learning about the industry and what it's like to actually DJ. That's been super helpful. Uh, but I think what what has really helped me is working for other DJ companies as well, mm, yeah. aside from working mm-hmm. on my own, because everyone does it differently. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I realized, everyone has different personalities, different styles, different way and how they operate. So I'm like learning a lot and see, okay, how can I maybe apply this to my own business? 
Wow. Yeah. It's almost like second shooting. You're just like second, yeah, second shooting. shooting. <laughs> That's right. cool. So this is a two-part question, but sure. what does your business look like now? And then how do you get your best heck yes technique from your dream client? What's your best heck yes, heck yes technique from your dream client? Got it. Okay. So this is a question that, that I've I've been really looking into and, and trying to figure out like the main message that I really want to share with with people like like you and yourself and everyone else who's listening and watching it's really creating an environment where your clients will want to say yes to you mm. and this happens before the call mm-hmm. because the last the last thing I want to do is make them say yes I want them to say yes like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do any exactly convincing mm-hmm. you know, i don't think it's it's a one technique that that will guarantee but i think all what we can do is increase our chances for them to say to want to say yes to you mm-hmm. so um i i know it's very vague create an environment where your client where your clients will want to say yes to you uh but how do i mean by that and I, i'm really talking about your digital presence mm-hmm. you know before mm-hmm. the actual meeting itself Mm-hmm. whether it's your website, social media, um, and and really by creating content that attracts the people who already vibe with you. Mm. And, and by doing that, you're already like eliminating the people who don't want to work with you. Great. Mm. Let's focus on the ones who do. And it, by the time they schedule that meeting with you, they're like 90, 95% yes, because they like what they see already. Now it's just a matter of confirming that in person or through Zoom, that you are who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Just once you have a good online presence, which you do, everyone should check you out. Just type in DJ Mojo and YouTube and Instagram, but, and then getting on the sales call, just smiling and just knowing that you're not a weirdo, you know, you're not going to be <laughs> yeah, like exactly. a creep at the wedding, or I'm not going to be super awkward, like shooting their wedding for eight hours. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you don't really have to sell, but how do you get most of your leads? I was running through the numbers and I would say half of it through referrals, like venue referrals, vendor referrals, which is amazing. And I know that definitely took time, mm-hmm. you know, but then the other half, a mixture of searching online. So yeah. That, those are the main two, I would say. That's awesome. Uh, Okay. One more question before we go into hot topic, but I guess give us a little lowdown of like your YouTube channel, um, what it looks like today, how you got started and why it's so important to you. That's a good question. Um, it's, it's been a whole journey. When I first started YouTube, I was really just trying to document my journey as a DJ. And it, looking back at my videos, I mean, feel free to go to my YouTube channel. You'll see my one of my oldest videos. Like it, <laughs> it so so much improvement from from then and then today. But yeah, it was really just about documenting my my events, and I didn't know what to say. I didn't know you know what to showcase. I just knew that I had to document it so the rest of the world can see. Hey, I'm a DJ. And that was a struggle at the beginning, but I had to show proof that I actually was and and actually am active in what I do. So it has developed over the years and experimenting different things. But 
my main goal for the channel is not to only document, but also to share and help others understand the work that goes behind being a DJ, the, the work that goes behind an event, especially on a wedding, and really get to see how it actually goes down. I mean, not a lot of people understand what how weddings work and what's involved. And I mean, I'm just speaking from the DJ aspect, but imagine if all the other vendors out there really show and, and really put it out there, what it's like to work as, I mean, for yourself, photographer. And I think when people understand that, they'll appreciate what we do. It's interesting so. you said um, the word document a couple of times um, because mm -hmm. I just heard the quote by Gary Vanderchuk, but he always says, document, don't create. And it mm -hmm. means to document everything that you're going through your experience because you'll never run out of ideas. And people, you know, they always get, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to create, but it's really just documenting like what's going down. Hey, I'm on Carissa's podcast today. Like it was maybe one of my first experiences on the podcast. This is how I felt. So you're just yeah. literally like documenting what you're going through at the time and you'll never run out of content. Right. You know what? And I think that helps a lot of, of the fear out there when creating content. Some people have fear like, hey, what should I say? What should I do? But hey, just be yourself and just share your, your experience at the event mm -hmm. and it makes it so much easier. Like there's no pressure. You're just talking about what happened. <laughs> exactly. There is no pressure when you're just sharing your experience. Okay. I lied. Right. One more question before. Oh, no, you're fine. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What has been like the biggest struggle of your business and how have you overcome it? This is a good one. Uh, and, and I think this is something recently within the past couple of years where I struggled understanding my true value mm -hmm. and what I bring and be, and how I mean by this. And sometimes value, we, we, we equate that with the dollar amount, with like how much we charge. Mm. Um, I think it goes hand in hand, but, but I, I think because once you once you understand your value, you treat yourself better and in, in your business and you respect your time and your effort and you actually get what you deserve. Wow. That has been a huge shift for me. And because in the past, what, when I became a DJ, I didn't know how much to charge and I don't know how a DJ is supposed to portray themselves to their client in terms of their services and what they actually do. So um, how I overcame this, or let me step back. So back then I, I just follow the trend with what other DJs are doing, how much they're charging. And like, I realistic, like looking back at it now, it's really hard to distinguish myself compared to other DJs out there mm -hmm. because most of the time people are looking at price, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what they base it off of mm -hmm. most of, most of the time, which, which is really, it makes it hard to stand out. Mm -hmm. But I overcame that challenge specifically. And this is my mentor. One of my mentors today, um, and I can name drop people, right? Please, please name it drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brian Bonacisi. Mm -hmm. Amazing guy. And I listened to him through another podcast. That's how I discovered him. And he put it out there on the podcast. Hey, if you want some one-on-one or some group coaching, he's available. So that's what I did back in, I believe, 2021. And he has helped me almost double my rate. But now today I'm double my rate where I was like two years ago. Yeah, you ain't cheap. Yeah, 
people yeah. paying you. Yeah, because I see you all around all uh, the weddings. We just did two in a row together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I it just meant to be. It's crazy how how how. Yeah, we just saw each other within like two two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could. I mean, that could be a podcast in itself. But we're gonna go mm. into hot topic now. But for sure, uh, what is your hot topic, and why is it so near and dear to your heart? Pardon for this short interruption, but I have big news. Me and my team have created the most amazing new program called the Triple Threat because sometimes coaching is not enough. Sometimes a single service is not enough. And sometimes courses are not enough. And you guys know that. We have all three in this program. So pretty much the goal of this program, the Triple Threat, is to develop your authentic brand identity because it's going to lead to more inquiries, which equals more sales, cha-chings. So a little bit about it, we have four phases. We have phase one, where we create you a brand experience that sets you apart and you walk away with 21 squares of magic that will stop the IG scroll. So I actually pick out your best 21 photos that really are powerful and this is so important. Phase two, me and my team create you your uh, custom packages so you'll walk away with an irresistible offer that you're proud of. Um, people always ask, what do, what do I price myself? How do I price myself? So we are going to do that for you so your offer is absolutely irresistible. And phase three, we are going to unlock a treasure trove of leads. So you are going to walk away with a vendor pitching system, which includes a dumb for you custom pitch brochure so you could build your tribe and just get on the venue vendor list, the holy grail of lists. And then phase four, we are going to craft you a sales uh, pitching deck to pretty much book your ideal clients and win the hearts of your your clients. You're gonna walk away with a done for you sales assets that includes the secret to getting clients to sell themselves on your service. And you know, I've been a big advocate for this for over five years. I am all about mastering the dreaded sales call. And phase five, we are gonna help you convert IG followers into endless inquiries. So you walk away with a done for you lead generation content calendar. So you never have to agonize over what to talk about. Whew, that was a lot. So thank you for staying with me. Watch a 20 minute demo, the triple threat. You are going to love this. And this is for all wedding professionals. Back to the conversation. My hot topic, digital magnetism tailoring your website to attract the right clientele. Uh, it, it's it's really dear to my heart because I've noticed that that's one of the number one things clients look at before scheduling a meeting with the DJ. Mm. And I'm not just saying this because it happens to me, but I actually have hard proof from my past clients where they mentioned to me like, we're almost word for word about, Hey, like it's your website that actually got me attracted to reaching out. Yeah. So I know that's okay. If they like that, then boom, that's, that's a huge like green light. Like, okay, keep doing what you're doing. Mm. And that's like the different, that's one of the differentiating factors because it's something you control. 
Like you, you can own the no, the domain and you can really create it however you like compared to social media where you stick to a certain format. Mm-hmm. But here you can actually express your creativity, the way you think, and really give more value to your clients before they hop on a sales call with you. Yeah. I'm obsessed with your website. I just kept scrolling and scrolling. I was like, there's more, there's more. Oh, there's really? more. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. Like, I mean, photographers, it's a lot about the pictures, but dude, if wedding photographers had that type of selling on their website, like I think it could do wonders. So I'm going to yeah. learn a lot from you today. So you have digital magnetism. I'm just thinking of like magnetism where like you see this website and like you just want to reach out. You're like, it's a magnet. Like people are gravitated to you, like to pull you in to book that call. So you have three things to back up what you're saying. So yeah. what is backup number one? Tip number one is really focus on your copy. And this word may be new to some people, but copy is really the words and the language that you use on your website. And the way that I like to use my copy is really learning how to connect with your audience through words. And that's huge because you don't want things to sound transactional. You want things to almost be like a conversation that will really speak to their really, that will speak to their needs and their desires and and things that they want to avoid and how you can potentially help them and guiding them through the next step. And imagine these are your words, you know, and and people would want to hear very similar language that as if you're talking to them directly. So, so copy. I think it's the most important thing ever and a little plug for myself, but, and the heck yes team. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yes. It's the most important. I mean, it's one of the most important things. It's pretty much your brand identity. It's your messaging. It's who you're speaking to. Um, It's just not saying the most generic things. Like I give you a great client experience. Like everyone gives you a great client experience. It's it's really, really tapping into who you want to be as a wedding professional and who you want to work with. And it could completely change the whole trajectory of your whole entire business. Like your copy is very important. (laughs) Right, right. And, and just a quick story about that. Um, there was a time when I realized, oh, my copy needs some help. So I actually hired someone to do it. And after that, there has been a game changer. And this was maybe, th- this is before the pandemic, like 2018, 2019, where I hired someone. And it that's when it, it clicked because people started reaching out to me more and they mentioned to me about my website. Like, okay, like I could really directly correlate that to the copywriting and wow. the design of, wow. of the website. Okay. We have a little bit of time today. I'm a little bit deeper oh, into that sure. topic, um, that tip, but who are you as a DJ? Like what is your woo factor? What is your mojo factor? What makes Ooh. you stand out? People who appreciate someone who not doesn't take it just for face value. Like a lot of people want good music. And sure, we can do that. And I'm sure a lot of DJs do. But it also takes someone who understands the different aspects of what will make your wedding or event that much more memorable. Mm. And is looking at all these different factors involved to make that happen. Mm. So it's really educating and being really aware of the factors, the components, and all the details that actually get the result that your clients are looking for. 
Oh, that's so good. And just a little shout out to you. We just did that wedding um, recently, a couple of weeks ago, and the games that you played were like very unique. I never seen the standing on the paper one, the couples. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was <laughs> hilarious. And just like the way that you not just get the party started, but it's like everyone's on the dance floor, like even the parents, like even the auntie and uncles, all the older people. And mm-hmm. I think it just like that vibe and your presentation was so powerful. Like you had a slideshow and you had me send you photos on my phone and like, oh, yeah, on the, I remember that. Yeah. On your um, DJ huge dj tv in front of you and then the the clients were just went crazy for it they're like oh my god these are photos from today and like um it was just like such a cutting edge technology that you you um presented so shout out to you you were amazing um (laughs) thanks carissa yeah so take it us take us away with backup number two magnetism website the next thing i i want to share tip number two is use testimonials in your website and it doesn't have to be like a chunky testimonial which is great by the way but use your testimonials and insert them to different parts of a website so so pay attention to the words that your clients say about you because that's that's actually your marketing material these are actual real words that your client says about you. So use them. Like, for example, if you are dealing with a pricing objection, mm-hmm. which kind of leads to my tip three, but um, use testimonials where you found a quote that someone says, DJ Mojo is worth every penny. Uh, and then, and then I, I, ins- I, this is what I talked about at my speech. Remember? The yeah, yeah. Stories and the reviews to overcome objections. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thanks to you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were on the same wavelength, but this is a confirmation, <laughs> you know, but, but it's so true because imagine you're talking about music, for example, right. And, and, uh, people care about music, but Hey, like, is, is, is how is the music? How is the style? Boom. I can insert a, a one sentence or two testimonial quote that talks about the music. Hey, DJ's music, DJ Mojo's music was phenomenal, smooth mixing throughout and everyone was dancing boom that that answered that objection dude this is good this so is like s- this is next level dude is it yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i i've just been doing this so no it's interesting because i yeah. looked at your instagram and i don't know how you do it i don't know how if we could talk about it but you have like people writing like novels in your reviews like i've never gotten a review that long it was they're writing like I don't know. I felt like it was eight hundred words or something. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But they're I crazy. Guess. But you're taking like the best um, parts of the review to overcome objections, like price and style and experience, mm-hmm. and you're sprinkling it in your website, and that's going to pretty much all these insecurities, all these objections people have in their mind. It's just going to kind of like rest of sure like DJ Mojo got you. Exactly. And and it's such great marketing material too because sometimes it's really hard to describe, hey, what's your style? I don't know, but but read the words that my past clients have said have uh, described my style. Uh-huh. So so I use that in my language in my website. That goes back into copywriting. So like, oh, he's very professional, friendly. All right. 
let's use that in my copy so yeah. I can attract more couples like them. Yes. Oh my God, I'm loving this conversation. I'm just yeah. learning so much. Okay. Um, yeah. Last backup, backup number three for digital magnetism. Mm-hmm. Whew. There's so many things I could say, but I'm going to give you like all my secrets or maybe like something <laughs> that I've implemented today and and yeah or not today th- this year um one of the things is add more video add more video too and i'm saying that broad but if you go to my website my website's public anyone can check it out but one of the extra steps that i took to really help stand out is create video where i show my face and i talk to them specifically mm. and i include videos for different parts of my website whether I'm talking about my music, whether I'm talking about my process, whether I'm talking about um, any other information that could be helpful for them. Like it's going to increase your touch points. They get to hear you, feel you, understand like what you're all about before even hopping on that call. Mm-hmm. Like, and this goes back into my digital magnetism because people want to like learn more about you and see how mm-hmm. you can help them. And I think video is such a powerful tool where they're going to, you're going to, you're going to get them hooked, mm-hmm. you know? And, and one thing too, by the way, and I think to, to really know that your website's working is like, you really have to check your analytics. Mm. And one of the things to really pay attention to is your bounce rate. Mm. And you can see, and some analytics tell you how long your, that viewer is viewing your website for. So the longer they stay in your website, that's good because mm-hmm. that means they're probably reading everything, absorbing all this information and see whether you are the right fit for them. Mm-hmm. I so. um, Yeah, it's called sticky. As your website has to be sticky. Um, you mm-hmm. mentioned like in the very beginning, you're very about, you're all about like self-improvement. And so am I and just telling the audience like, yeah, me and you've been doing this for like 13, 14 years, but we're always improving ourselves. And one of my goals on Saturday um, is to make a video about for my thank you page. So when someone inquires and yeah. I say thank you for inquiring, I'm going to, you know, either give you a call back or a text back and just um letting them know. And I think just that little extra video is going to help because they're like they have anxiety like, oh when's you gonna get back to me? Or like, you know, like um it's just that kind of oh I trust her. Like she has a process. She she cares yes. about us. So um, video is so extremely powerful. I have video all over my websites, um, coaching and photography. Yeah. And yeah, um, I'm just going to read a little bit about what you said on your questionnaire about what will be the main takeaway for our listeners from your interview. And you said confidence to create content, learn how to genuinely connect with your prospect on a sales call and be intentional with your marketing. So with that said, um, I'm going to ask the rapid fire questions, but this is like the last question to wrap up the hot topic. But if someone is struggling to kind of attract the right clients or they're getting price shop, nickel and dime, what is one thing they could do today to just kind of get out of the funk and maybe change up their website? And get I think leads. one of, I'm sorry, go ahead. And get leads. Get leads. One thing they can do Ooh, there's so many. Um, and it's really hard to really, I mean, I mean, besides the, the three things I, I shared with you, I think those will definitely help you. 
But I think one of the things to really attract your clientele is to put it out there on your website who you are not for. Like, and really push away the ones that you don't want to work with. Uh. And I put that on my website so I could really focus on the ones who really do care about the music, who really do want a collaborative effort working with me, you know, and, and someone who, who actually cares about the experience. Wow. That's a good one. I'm just going to post a real this week or next week. I'm going to say, um, I have this video of me, like the family all like walking crazy at a wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Hey, if you don't want fun family photos, please don't hire me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that, that works too, right? Because and, some people don't, some people do not want yeah. fun wedding, uh, family photos. It's, yeah. It's true. <laughs> so, so, so you're making very clear about who you are. And I think you're messaging it just as you put the ones that you do want to attract, but, and, and I think there's a, there's an art to it to make it tastefully as well. And, and I've been trying to be careful with my language on my website. So I, I put something along the lines, like, Hey, uh, I'm not for you. If you only want me to play songs on your list, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not yeah. you. If music is not a priority. Mm-hmm. So, so it's really like looking at, okay, so what are your ideal like clients? What do they want? And what's your style? And like, like look, pay, write down things that you are and want to attract and want to do more of. And then really think about who you're trying to repel, but just like switch the, the like do the opposite. So yeah. start off with who you're trying to attract and what, what are you aiming for? And then in your copy, look for the opposite and put that, but, or just put the not whatever thing you attract. Hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting confused with like double negatives. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, you put what you don't want and then put what you do want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's probably easier if I pull up my website. Just yeah. show it. <laughs> it's all good. We get the gist. Yeah, you, you get it. You get it. Yeah, that, those are amazing tips. I love this conversation. Okay, so we're going to go into like fun, more like kind of rapid fire questions. So. Oh, no. <laughs> silly but like let's go let's what's go. your favorite wedding song and worst least favorite wedding song <laughs> wedding of this song. year oh. of this year of this year or anything it doesn't matter oh man okay well okay i have two hopefully um speechless by dan and shay that's a great one Again. yeah because it has like a cult and it has a very it has a nice build-up mm. and it's, it's very oh. smooth like like because some songs they have a steady steady melody but this one uh-huh. actually has like it starts off slow and yeah. then builds up into a Climax. climatic yeah, yeah. piece and just brings it it makes the, the whole song so emotional mm. yeah i love that one okay mm. and worse yeah Sure. Okay. I'll stick to, I'll just stick to that song for now. <laughs> Speechless but Shit. My worst one wedding song. <laughs> um I don't think it's 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 played at weddings often. So I don't have to worry about it. I think it's just a song in general. Uh-huh. Have you heard of that song called Beautiful? I forget who sings it, like you're beautiful. Yeah, Christina Aguilera. No, no, it's it's, it's another guy. Oh. But he says, and I don't know what to do. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot the name. It's okay. Me and my husband had um Cupid Shuffle like on our Do Not Playlist. <laughs> oh, Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. Oh, it's about line dance. I never thought about line. See, I'm okay with line dances. 
you know, but it really depends on my couple. Like yeah, I'm not bothered by it. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, it's what gets people going. Yeah. And if it feels <laughs> like it's it's playing at the right time. Yeah, exactly. It goes well. But yeah, it's really so hard to think of like song i don't know like i really have to get fed up with okay. it who is your favorite like dj like not like wedding dj but i don't know EDM. <laughs> sure DJ. uh i really like diplo okay i like diplo okay. um i don't know i just like the style but yeah. another dj i don't think he's a wedding dj but one of my influences back when i like started out as a dj is dj kid spin okay maybe oh, that's more huh. more down to earth <laughs> yeah um, kids been you did you were magnum to magnum cum laude for food science what was yeah. <laughs> the, the biggest the most awesome thing you learned about food science in a nutshell which is a very hard question but ooh, um <laughs> it is a very hard question well I'll, I'll, I'll keep things easy and hopefully this will answer your question even though i'm not studying or applying what i've learned like in, in from an educational standpoint, one thing to take that I take away take away is, if anything, we have really have to take care of our bodies, and yeah. what we feed our bodies creates the output that we get out of it. Yeah. So nutrition ha- has been super important. I mean, as a DJ, we perform and we do our best out there, and that involves being healthy. Yeah. So if anything, I've been really doing my best to take care of my health more than ever. And I have, I still have my textbooks and all that oh, yeah. from school. Yeah. So I could always refer back to it and like, okay, how can I prevent this or be at my optimal state? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, two <laughs> more questions. Sure. So we mentioned in the beginning of our conversation before I started recording, but you're, you are introvert, you are introvert, but like, how did you break out of your shell since you're performing in front of large crowds of people and you kind of have to put yourself in these situations where like they're leading on you to, to kind of like amp up, amplify right. their whole entire reception. And that's a lot of energy, especially for an introvert. So how did mm. you kind of break out of it and get out of your shell? Attending workshops, live in-person workshops where wow. someone is actually making you feel uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Because it's it's you're doing it in a safe environment before you actually go out there live in front of hundreds of people. Oh. So so you're 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 in a way training yourself in a safe environment where it's okay to be uncomfortable and it's learning how to get through it because that's how you grow. And and it, I think what really helped me in the back of mind is knowing that I have to become this person wow. in order to do this. So what do I have to do to become that person, or at least be that person that goes through those things? So wow. you can become that person that like what you do right now. So wow. that's a really, really amazing thing. I think it goes back to like Matthew McConaughey's speech. She's like, my hero is like me in five years and blah, 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 10 years. And it's just like, you're always trying to be like this next level version of DJ Mojo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that was just a good way to end, but where can everyone find you? Um, like, either DJ, you could talk about your DJ side of, because I know you're a coach now, and then you could talk about two um, potential clients and how to book with you. For sure. Um, one of my other side mission here is really helping elevate the wedding industry. And I think I can do that by helping DJs 
you know, especially beginner DJs where I know how it is like I've been in your shoes and um, what I offer is like this community where I do weekly coaching calls with DJs and really answer the questions, but also have some structured content to help them really get to where they want to be and, and learning from someone who's done it. Uh, weddings is such a fulfilling career, I believe. And you really get to see the fruits of your labor, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I, I really want DJs to know that, Hey, I mean, there's different DJs out there. If you want to become a wedding DJ and be great at it, like let's talk. So, uh. so they can check out weddingdjmastery.com. And for all the, the couples out there who, who are maybe watching this, um, they can go to my website, djmojo.com forward slash weddings. Uh, and you get to see the website that I'm talking about, <laughs> that we talked about, but, yes. but yeah, I mean, I, I really am just really want to stay true to myself and work with clients that, you know, they, they appreciate the effort and the work and the value that, that we create together. Um, so, but yeah, it's just, I'll just have the website speak for itself <laughs> and if we vibe, we vibe. And you can also check out my website. Um, you can also check out my socials on YouTube and on Instagram. I like to put lots of content out there too. Go Mojo, go Mojo. You did a great job. Great conversation and thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Carissa. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.